Bum, ba -da -dum, bum, bum. Hey everybody, this is Andrew with NerdRat. Uh, sorry it's been a while since my last upload for my uh, 9 or 12 fans. I'm sure like 6 of these clicks are my mom and she doesn't even listen, so cool. Uh, <laughs> just saying. Um, sorry for a little while between uploads. Um, just saw Game of Thrones Battle of Winterfell and... And Avengers Endgame all this weekend. A lot of nerd shit going down. Uh, both, I, I I would say, are end of an era a little bit. Game of Thrones has three episodes left, but the finale that I was waiting for... Alright, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Uh, I'm not going to spoil like the whole thing, but the finale that I was waiting for seemed to have happened. And... Um, yeah, so like Game of Thrones, that's the finale I'm, I'm waiting for. It happened. Uh, the Infinity Saga is over in uh, Avengers. It Both were awesome. Uh, okay, we'll talk about Avengers first because that's the one I watched first. And I actually meant to upload specifically about that earlier, but I didn't. So uh, here we go. Um, okay, so spoil some um, quick non-spoiler review. It's awesome. Go see it. Don't be dumb. Uh, and now here's, here's my spoiler review. Uh, my spoiler review is, uh, I would have done it differently, but I don't think I would have done it better. Like, all the, there were a lot of ideas that I had that would have been completely different, and watching the way that it turned out on screen, it wouldn't have been the way I did it, would have done it, but it, 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 that's way better than it would have turned out if I, if I was in charge of the Marvel Cinematic Universe... Um, there, there'd be some good changes, but mostly, uh, I would have, I'd, I'd have, I'd have messed up that movie. That movie was so on point. Like, that was, like, tonally, it was perfect. I don't, I don't think that we're ever going to see a movie that's that on point of what it's supposed to be ever again. Uh, you know what? That's, that's, um, that's being a little, little dramatic. Uh, but it was good. It was just good, man. It was, it was really good. Uh, every, um, there were a couple of deaths in there that, uh, really hit good. Um, there was a couple of, uh, we'll say retirements in there. Um, you know what? This is a spoiler review. Uh, Captain America retiring really disappointed me because I think Chris Evans is so good in that character. And he's one of those rare characters where he like there's a good story with him in it, where you don't need a you don't need a character arc, or really not a big one because his character arc went from being a perfect person that was puny to a perfect person that was close to invincible. Um, there was no real character arc, uh, you know, and any character arc that there was was very slight and more of like just changed his perspective on things, not actually changed the character or who he was. Where Iron Man had dramatic character arcs from like the person that we see in Iron Man 1 to uh, Iron Man when he decides to sacrifice himself and give his life for that. I am I was happy to see Pepper Potts uh the way that the way that they did his relationship with Pepper Potts, like I'm, I was very happy to see that she supported him in his decision, even though she knew full well 
that she might lose everything or at least him if she supported his decision. She still did it, right? Which is a little bit of a departure from um, Infinity War where she told him to get off the ship. Like She's like, hey, like that's not you anymore. Get off the ship. She, and this was more off camera, but she came to the conclusion that that's who he is and like he has to do it. Like that's, that's his DNA, that's his biology, and to love him is to love not just Tony Stark, is to love Iron Man, and you have to, and you have to lose, and you have to be willing to lose him, because, you know, that's who they are, and I really like that, and I kind of wish that there was, like, maybe a little bit more time dedicated to it, but I, but I got it, even, even though they didn't really dedicate a ton of time to that huge, character trait or, or that change in her character. I, I very much enjoyed that. I very much enjoyed uh, Captain America. I like that because Captain America and uh, Thor both suffered uh, from, I believe, at least some form of like anxiety, PTSD from their past encounters. Um, Thor had a lot of anxiety about losing losing the Thanos and then almost defeating Thanos and then losing to him that when he finally did defeat Thanos, it wasn't even a real win because Thanos wasn't that Thanos anymore. That, that was the Thanos that already won that sacrificed everything for his victory. Like, like there was no beating Thanos. Like, I, I think that when Thanos got his head cut off, like, I don't think that there's any beating him at that point because he already won. Cutting his head off didn't change anything. Like, you... you like we lost guys like now we're just being bad sports about it um i like i like the way that nebula kind of held his head because it's like the same way that like when somebody that's very abusive like abusive relationships abusive fathers whatever um and thanos was very abusive to her like specifically to her that but you know it's still it's still it still hit her when he died and um yeah, like, I thought that that was moment. Like, there were, like, all these, like, little moments, these really good character moments that I really appreciated. Um, I didn't like... Okay, so, there was a... Here, here's my, my thing, is some of my best, my, my most, my favorite movies... So, this is my criticism, right? Is, uh, that final sequence. That final sequence was legit. It was crazy, it was all over the place, but it was, it was pretty cool. Um, and Doctor Strange is essentially the new Tony Stark, uh, Falcon's the new Ant-Man. I kind of want, okay, so I didn't like, alright, I, I, I kind of wish Captain America, Chris Evans, Captain America didn't retire just because I think his character is so perfect for the role, and we're going to see a very, Sam Wilson is going to be a very different Captain America. Um, I, uh... War Machine's always been one of my favorite characters, so I kind of wish we... I've, I've been wanting to see more from him, and I kind of think it would be cool if they have a Iron Man 4 completely built off Don Cheadle, because Don Cheadle's one of the best actors in the in the country, right? Like, in the world. Like, he's one of the... I would say that he's one of the top actors in the world right now. Like, if, he's, if, you, if you watch Hotel Rwanda and don't cry a little bit, I don't know what type of person you are. I don't understand, because that, 
that that's one of those. That's one of those all time. Like he's one of the all time greats, I would say. So, um, Captain America, great. Uh, I don't know. They would have to build, like, and I feel like they just haven't built the. Um, War Machine roadie character that much yet and I think that and I think that it's going to be kind of hard to sort of build him from scratch right now but I don't, I don't know it's probably be better if they built like a new character and then just kind of had him mentor a new character I don't know I don't know how they would do it but anyway um, so here's the thing is I don't like I don't, I don't like it when, like, things are pandering. Um, I don't like it when people pander to me, because I feel like it's insulting to my intelligence, and it's also, like, a little insulting that, like, like, I don't know. I, it, it always bothers me. It always, like, perturbs me. Um, like, sometimes I'll go, I'll get introduced as, say, like, et cetera, et cetera, like, uh, the hardest working person here, or whatever, Right? And, I'm, and I feel like, I don't know, like, that's, it's just weird saying. I, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's something that I, I don't, alright, I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. So, when, um, when they had, like, the, uh, Peter Parker get saved by all the, all the female superheroes, I thought that that was, I thought it was unnecessary, because all those characters are badass on their own, but they wanted to make a point showing the, all the females together, and I feel like, and I feel like that point needs to be made, that, like, women are everything, everything a man is, a woman can be, too, like, there's no, like, I don't don't even know how to say this, um, the, the way, okay, so, so the way I want to say this is this, because, you know, this is the type of thing that, people might not like me for but I thought that that was just like see we love women too we're excited about women too when they wouldn't give a female a standalone movie for years even though there's a lot of really cool Marvel characters that are female they wouldn't give them a a standalone movie for years because they didn't think that they sold well and then all of a sudden they're like oh no we're on this bandwagon too we're as good as everybody else here's the thing is the the Captain Marvel movie was meh. And it wasn't because it was led by a female. It was because I think that sometimes people write strong female protagonists. And then they just kind of let the character develop on their own. Like, they're always snarky. Stuff like that. Like, the way J.J. Abrams wrote Rey was a good character. Even though the, the story arc wasn't huge, I, I kind of, like, figured that it was going to be a three-film arc, so... I kind of like let it slide that they she didn't have much of a story arc. But then um but then uh they uh then um sorry, I lost my train of thought. But then Ryan Johnson came out and he kind of just like had these strong female characters basically listed strong female character, she can solve the problem. Everything she says is right, and those aren't real characters. See, when you when you have Mulan, right? In the cartoon Mulan, which, by the way, is one of my favorite movies. Uh, 
my niece always sings the song because like I always watch that movie with her and like her fa- favorite song is a girl worth fighting for right but and like throughout the song Mulan is trying to make the point that you know women are more than just these prizes that you win at the end of battle but they they're also making the point that you know that's kind of what you know guys look at as like the reason that they fight so I don't think that it was like demeaning towards men and like um, I don't think that it was demeaning towards men at the same time. Like, I think it was like also pointing out the differences in like the way of beliefs and whatever. But like she had like a, so my, the best line in the whole song was like, how about a girl who has a brain who always speaks her mind, which is the note that the whole movie is trying to like sell you on. And it's a great note. And then everybody's like, nah. And that's, and that's my niece's favorite part of her song. She'll make me sing the first part so she can go, nah. Cause it's her favorite part of the song. And I was like, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're getting the movement, baby. <laughs> but anyway, the way that that character is written is perfect. She is a fish out of water. She's outside her element, but she does her best and she actually brings something unique. She brings thought and intelligence to these guys that thought that they were going to win with just honor and bravery. But like they were shooting they were shooting the cannons and she realized that she could they could take out the leader, which wasn't a bad plan. Like you you you're doing a lot just taking out the leader. Or she could start a avalanche like she was using her brain and you know and it and it challenges gender stereotypes in the right way i think and then uh you got captain marvel that was making all the guys that didn't think anything of her caricatures when they're that's not that's not the real life like nobody no like nobody goes through that and just meets these caricatures Right, like uh, when he's like, "There's a reason they call it the cockpit." Which, by the way, I actually heard that joke before, a long time ago, about like only men that can fly and stuff like that. But they didn't write a good character. Like they didn't put a fault, like any defects in her that had to be, like she was a little cocky. And then maybe like we at the end, um, her cockiness got the best of her or whatever. Right? None of that. Right? And that's not. And that's not, like, if she was, like, a Captain America character that was already perfect, and, like, she and the character arc was her changing people around her, which is, that's the way that a movie has to be structured. If the character arc is not in the protagonist, the character arc has to be in the people around them. Uh, Paddington, Captain America, there's actually a really good thought, uh, like, think a think story about it where, he's, where he talks about those two specifically. So, yeah. Um, so that's my problem with that, is, uh, they didn't, they didn't write her a good character, and I think that they're, like, strong female protagonists, and everybody's like, okay, and they, and you don't write any more character. That's what Holdo was, that's what Rey was in the second movie, Last Jedi. There's other examples of that, where you have these great female characters that are written like human beings, like Ripley, a mother, who, uh, lost her daughter. Uh, or who's trying to get back to her daughter. Like, she was just working on a space station and all of a sudden had to fight a monster. Uh, Mulan's a great one. Um, the New Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis, that's really good, too. I, I recommend that one. Um, and then you got these other ones where they're like, oh, uh, we're going to show that we love women by 
making the character perfect and not not criticizing her. Because like sometimes when people accuse people of mansplaining, it's just regular criticism, or it's someone just being a dick. I was one time accused of mansplaining to a girl something when it was just something that I thought that she didn't know already. And it wasn't because she was a girl that I didn't think that she knew it. I was just didn't think that she knew what that thing was at that time. And then it turned out that I was right. She didn't know what it was. And I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to get into all the details about that specific thing, but it was very, very frustrating because, uh, let's just say that we would have gotten out of there a lot quicker had she just listened to me. And I, and yeah, maybe I shouldn't have assumed I should have been like, Hey, do, do you know what this is? Maybe I should have just asked her. Maybe that would have worked out. But I'm just saying. No details or anything like that. Uh, okay. Uh, the second part of this whole thing is... Uh, okay, so okay, so uh, I don't think Captain Marvel is well well-written female protagonist. Where I think uh, Black Widow and Okoye and um, the Wasp, um, Evangeline Lilly. I think those were really well-written. And very interesting characters where I don't think Captain Marvel is. Um, and it's unfortunate because I was really rooting for her. And I love Brie Larson in Room. And I'm starting to worry that she might not be as good of an actress as I thought she was from that movie in Scott Pilgrim. I think I mentioned that before. I'm getting to worry. Anyway, uh, second part. Uh, back to a really well-written female character. Uh, George R. R. Martin writes really good female characters. Arya Stark in Game of Thrones. Holy shit, did anybody see that happening? Alright, Game of Thrones part. Uh... Game of Thrones has a lot of strong female protagonists. All the strong female protagonists are awesome. I recommend them. I recommend reading those books well because no character is perfect and no character is uh, irredeemable either. Like you think Jamie's irredeemable and throughout those books you, he becomes one of your favorite characters. You think Tyrion's a piece of shit and then Tyrion becomes the smartest guy in the world, but he also makes mistakes, big mistakes. Uh, Sansa goes from being a dumb, whiny, spoiled brat little girl to maybe one of the most important characters in the entire saga. Uh, same thing, uh, with, uh, same thing with Arya. Arya, turns out, she was the prince that was promised. Alright, spoilers, remember, I already said it. Uh, and the cat spa. Maybe, hey, by the way, here's a fun little theory. Maybe the Night King sent the assassin because they, we still haven't figured out or who sent the assassin, even officially in the books yet. They kind of figured that it was Joffrey, but they haven't really f figured it out yet. Maybe it was him, and he sent the cat's paw because maybe, like, I don't know, maybe, like, it was, like, a symbolic thing because, like, everybody was like, why would you send something? But, yeah, uh, they talked about Mance Raider jumping the fence to see these people and infiltrating, like, why couldn't the Night, I mean, like, there's magic, so probably the Night King couldn't have done it, but maybe the Night King sent one of his lackeys that wasn't a white, because that's entirely possible, Craster, even, Craster said that he was, uh, he's been the Winterfell, I think, it, I think he did, but I don't know, that's a fun little theory, uh, the cinematography was great, everything about that, as far as visually, or choreography, or the choreography, was great. Uh, I thought it was dumb to send the Thirthraki riders in there because you're just wasting part of your army on nothing. I I I would have thought like the whole point of having a castle is so you can withstand a siege. Like they should have 
been making arrows and stuff like that and uh, fought them on the outside for a bit, but not actually like attacked them in open field. Even though that's kind of where the Darthraki are the best at. Um, meeting them in op open field I thought was like a dumb idea. And then you just saw like how fast they were taking out. Um, so yeah, just strategically, I have... I have uh, I had I had different thoughts on that. I think they should have just stayed in the walls and started launching fire at them all day, and then uh, I don't know, I, I don't know. Like they they were pretty much they pretty much even had that plan. Like everybody's gonna die, and then the Night King might reveal himself, and then maybe we can uh, murder him then <laughs> with dragon fire. Uh, Theon, Theon, I think, redeemed himself. Uh, I even had a death pool. I'll, I'll post a picture of it on my Instagram. Andrew Holiday, a picture of the death pool that I had of all my predictions. And then the, what was wrong. I was wrong about a lot of stuff. I expected way more people to die. I expected Brienne to die. I actually expected... I actually expected Dan, uh, Danny to die. So, John takes over the Iron Throat. I don't know where the story's going to go from here. I really don't. And I'm not even excited about it anymore, so that's kind of sad. I mean, I'm still gonna watch, but because like you don't, you don't start peeing and then not finish peeing. Everybody knows that. Um. So yeah, I uh, I don't know. I I was story wise, just because I'm a book reader, and I know people like hate it when like people are like, oh, I'm a book reader. But uh, story-wise, uh, I thought the, I think that there's like so many really cool things in the books that I I wish were inside the show. But yeah, um, we're at 22 minutes. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, I love Arya Stark, and I love that it's Arya Stark that uh, defeated the Night King. I wanted to see him and Jon go at it. And I feel like they could have given us that and still had Arya defeat the Night King. Like, maybe maybe Jon makes it to the woods, right? And Arya starts sneaking around, right? Because, like, she's trained to be like a cat. So Arya starts sneaking around. And you see Jon and Theon. Like, Theon stalls him just long enough for Jon to get there. You know, see Theon die, but th see him, like, redeem himself. And then, um, and then John goes at it with the Night King, and they go at it hard. Like John even almost gets like a blow in here and there, right? Like something, something interesting. And then when like it seems like everything's done and you know everybody's defeated, Arya just like, cause like they did really didn't show how Arya got there. It was almost like a Deus Machina. But if they actually like earned Arya getting up there, I thought that would have been cooler. Uh, Arya getting there. Um, jumping out, step, and doing that same thing. Like, that's exactly what Rey did in The Last Jedi. And I think that's a super cool move. Like, I, I thought it was one of the only things I thought was cool in The Last Jedi, and I thought it was cool. is one of my favorite characters. A well-written female protagonist who is not perfect. See, that's, that's, that's a way that you need to write characters in general. Like, you're not, you're not being progressive writing shitty characters and saying like look look guys we're we're including you feel included like write good characters for like you know write um 
I have a whole list of uh, really strong, like really good female characters in movies. But yeah, Pepper Potts uh, in Endgame was really good, and she was bare had barely any screen time, and the very little that she had was perfect. I also liked I also liked the her last words. Okay, so quickly back to Endgame. I really liked Pepper Potts' last words to uh, Stark because like nobody thinks about that. Because I actually thought about that when my grandpa died. Was, like, the last thing I wanted to tell him was, like, something that would calm him down. Not, don't leave us. Like, don't leave us. What am I going to do without you? Like, because, like, there's so many movies where the person that's dying has to comfort the person that's watching him die. When you realize that in real life that should be turned around. Like, the person that's dying, like, they're freaking dying. (laughs) And then, like, you want them to make you feel better? Like, what the fuck is that? So, uh, I really liked the way Pepper Potts, at the end of that movie, uh, was like, we're gonna be okay. You know, we're gonna be fine. Don't, don't worry about us, right? Which, uh, wasn't what I said to my grandpa when he died, but it's something I wish I said to him. Uh, specifically, and then, like, she said that exactly, and it kind of reminded me of that, so it kind of made me, like, choke up a little bit more. Um... Because, like, you know, you shouldn't be, like, putting your shit on, like, don't die, don't leave us, please don't die, I'm gonna miss you, shit like that. Like, you're putting a lot of pressure on someone who's about to die. <laughs> like, and then they gotta comfort you, which seems to always happen. It's like, don't worry, baby, you know, I'm always gonna be with you. Well, I mean, like, that's different. Uh, like, Moana, Moana, okay, Moana's also a really good movie. I love, I love Moana. But, uh, the grandma, the grandma was already kind of at peace with herself, like, so that kind of makes more sense when it's, like, a child, not, like, a wife, like, telling her husband, you know, like, trying to make his last moments not about, like, what he's going to miss, but, you know, stuff like that. But, yeah, in Moana, oh, shoot, it's, like, even thinking about it makes me tear up, like, in Moana when she's, like, there's, she's, like, I can't leave you. And then, like, she's, like, there's nowhere you can go where I won't be with you. And it's, like, the most touching scene in the whole movie. And it's like, I started, I started tearing up like early in the movie and I was like watching it with my niece. Um, so yeah, no, like I, I really like that. I really thought that that was perfect. Uh, I kind of hope I also like the rescue armor looked really good. It was really, it was really sleek and sexy. I really liked the, the rescue armor. So, uh, all that, all that being said, uh, thank you. Thanks for watching Nerd Rat or listening to Nerd Rat. Uh, uh, something creepy. Talk to you later. Bye. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, subscribe, whatever.